Hello and welcome to the Productivity Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about yearly themes. I'm absolutely taking this idea from where I first heard about it on the Cortex Podcast, which you should check out if you enjoy this podcast. Though it's much slower paced, I really, really enjoy it, and I've gotten a lot of information from it. Yearly themes come from the idea of setting goals, a notoriously solid strategy for progressing forward in your life if you set them well. The basis comes from, if you have something that you are working for, you will have a much easier time making decisions in pursuit of what you want. When you set a theme for yourself, you are essentially setting yourself a soft goal, that your actions will reflect in order to achieve or move towards this particular goal. An example of this, again, from Cortex, is the year of new as a theme. This goal can range in the ultimate idea, as a lot of people want a lot of different things. A general pattern that seems to be repeated with this goal setting is actually knowing what you want, however. Most of our time is dedicated to achieving something, and very little of what we spend time on is actually choosing what we want. This is a common theme, if you will, throughout the creation of these themes, and you must make sure not to rush the process of finding out what it is that you really want. This example, the year of new, from what you hear, is largely conducive to working diligently to achieve something general, something new. If you have this idea floating in your mind that you're working towards new experiences and new ideas, you have a guiding light piloting you towards what you have already decided that you want. This idea of setting something up that is merely guiding and not forcing is the main idea behind yearly themes, and from what I know about them, when you think of one that suits you at the moment, you will know it. It isn't something that you can rationally go through and force into existence as much as it is something that emerges in your mind that you know fits you intuitively. This intuition often takes time to develop, and time does it really take. Patient thought is the way to approach this problem. If you keep this idea in the back of your mind, eventually the answer will become clear, but it isn't easy. I'm the type that loves to push things forward quickly and decisively, and that can often lead to picking a theme that is either meaningless or obstructive to what you truly want the definition of which is always cloudy. This is the natural dilemma with yearly themes as a whole. You want to be able to create them out of your whim, but thinking of what you want for yourself in such an abstract sense is truly the hardest part of this whole process. After all, you could have a year of so many different things. But what do you want? Do you want to be solid where you are? Well, who doesn't? And of course you want to branch out, because who doesn't as well? The issue is we often want a balance of many different ideas, so picking something distinct to go after is really quite difficult. So what do you do? Of course, picking a concept that overarches your life is difficult, and no one's life can be explained by a single word. And this is why I encourage you not to think of this single word as the end-all be-all of what you are after. The word should be treated as a feeling, as an intuition, of what you want in your life to trend towards right now. And I mean right now. Treating the word is not a literal sense, but as a general feeling that really prevails in determining what kind of life you want to live. It's often said that a picture is worth a thousand words, but a single word can be worth a thousand words if picked properly, and if it truly suits its meaning. The year of what have you is a bit of a misnomer after all. Oftentimes our lives don't work in years, they work in a continuum. Splitting up our lives into segments is, of course, very useful for us to actually parse what is happening in our world, but we must not confine ourselves for an entire year hastily. Instead, treat the year part of yearly theme as, again, a humble guide rather than a strict instruction. When you find yourself looking after something other than what your theme says, maybe you should drop that theme and wait for the epiphany that is a new, quote-unquote, yearly theme. 
When we set up a theme, we of course set limits. Limits set precisely and accurately breed creativity and success. We are limited by our ability to play instruments, and yet we play great music. And we are limited by our language, but we still write great poetry. The same goes for productivity, and of course it goes for yearly themes themselves. When you set up the idea of a yearly theme, it will of course make you think to some extent, well, I am contained in options here somewhat. But what you want to make sure you don't end up thinking is, I feel like I can't do what I want to do. This is the impasse. It's not something that you want to feel, that being kept from your potential, so don't do it to yourself. You should know if the theme is working for you if you don't feel scared by this, but you instead feel comforted that you have some direction. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Productivity Podcast. I've been thinking about yearly themes for the past month or so now and have had a bit of trouble thinking of exactly what I want. I appreciate you listening and I encourage you to keep this idea in the back of your mind for until you think of something that could really help you. And if you never do, that's okay too. Remember to check out the podcast Cortex and have a great day.